Dear Chicago. Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome back to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast. So gay that I'm actually looking at naked men on my phone right now. (laughs) A gay podcast recorded in Chicago, Illinois, out of the Andersonville area. And West Hollywood, California. Again, we don't know what the episode number is. Ricky's still in Michigan. So y'all can figure it out. Is anyone even really keeping up with the counts anyway, besides Ricky? After Um, we got to a thousand. I mean, I think it's nice to do sometimes, Mm -hmm. but... Um, I don't know. It's nice to pay attention and kind of like, I don't know. So we don't like number it the same or something. Well, maybe if he listens to this, he can just kind of drop in number, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's not going to edit this at all. <laughs> like not even a little bit. Um, so to recap, that was actually my fourth poop today. Ah, damn. I am telling you, I think it's a spicy gyro, although... We had a situation, I'm not trying to blow up nobody's spot, but um, somebody I'm close to may have had some digestive issues last week. Uh-huh. So I'm like, is it just like a delayed, was there like a stomach virus? You got a parasite. Ugh, no thank you. Did I already talk about that time that I was like, could I have gotten a parasite from the steam room at my gym? <laughs> no. Oh my God. I was like, I, I had like this horrible, horrible, like I couldn't keep anything down. Like it was awful. I think it was the time that I was going to record at Ricky's and I felt fine. And then on the way I was on the bus to Ricky's and I was like, I'm literally going to throw up on this bus in like 30 seconds if I don't get off. And I had only been on the bus for like three stops and I hopped off the bus and barfed behind a restaurant um, like by their dumpster. And then I was like, I feel fine. Um, but I went to George was like, you need to go to urgent care. Like, and you can't go by yourself because you're going to pass out. And I'm sitting in the urgent care and the lady's like, have you been exposed? Like, where have you been? Like, it could be a parasite like were you swimming anywhere like weird and i couldn't think of anything and i was like so people get down people are down to clown in the steam room at my gym i was like could i just from like sitting in there like have like breathed in something and she looked at me like i was insane i was gonna say you can't get a parasite from the steam room I couldn't think of anything else. And I'm like, can you like test for it? And I think her, like her initial shock was like, wait, 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 wait. Like who is doing what in a steam room? Bless her heart. These straight people don't know. They some have straight no people idea. do know. Yes. Cause some partake in it and others, you know, 
they're the ones that huff and put their towel on because there's too many right? people in there to, to watch them. <laughs> uh, this man was wearing tights, full on tights in the oh, studio God. the other day. Why? And I was like, girl, girl, get out. But George was sitting in there with me at the fucking urgent care. And he just looked at me like, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen people straight up butt sex in. Oh, yeah. Oh, room. totally. I've Ugh. I've been in the gym in New York where I was getting ready and someone went back to the locker to get a condom to go back into the steam. I cannot fathom how people work out or maybe they put it on after, but I'm pretty sure I've seen people getting ready and like leave the the gym to go work out in a cock ring. I'm like, that doesn't sound very healthy. Ladies, what if it falls out of the fucking your shorts? Or what if you just constrict too much blood and pass out because you're working too hard? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, that said, like, I have some, Mm -hmm. but um, I think did I talk about? I wore a harness to New Year's Eve this year. Mm-hmm. And it was one that was held on by a cock ring. Okay. Um, and I was like 45 minutes into that party. I was like, get this fucker off. <laughs> but I couldn't because it was like part of my like whole outfit. Right. Um, situation. And I was just very uncomfortable not like because i was in public wearing it just like physically uncomfortable yeah it sounds like a good idea in theory but not practice right for more than like 10 minutes yeah right now but oh my god i remember one of my friends was like are you okay because i was sitting on a bar stool and i was like look full disclosure this is what's happening downstairs right now (laughs) so like i'm not trying to be pervy or like tmi but this is why I'm sitting this way. I'm uncomfortable. I was like, I have to prop everything like up on the bar stool or I'm going to sit on it and it's going to be like a whole bad scene. <laughs> well, this is a great way to segue into the Hump Film Festival. Oh my God. Yes. Um, which is so funny because we were just talking about it on Kelly's podcast, Horror or Stories, um, which was so fun to record. Um and we were not expecting to go. We had been asked to go, but we're trying to save money because we're going to Costa Rica and I ain't got no job. So a friend of ours, an old roommate of mine, actually from Pittsburgh, who lives here now, um, asked if we wanted to go. And we were like, no. And then he ended up having like two extra tickets that he was like, you guys can just come um, if you want, like day of. And so we kind of last minute decided to go and as freaky as i might be perceived to be sometimes public sexuality it depends if it's like sometimes like around people i know or friends that like i'm not like super Mm -hmm. like i don't have a sexual history with or i'm not like interested in it makes me uncomfortable like the first time i went to iml yes international mr leather for all of you um i had to leave and take a xanax (laughs) 
Because I was like, oh, that man is inside that other man in like a hotel lobby. Yeah. And I was like, really like, and I don't really like crowds either. So anyway, I'm just a big old bag of neuroses. Well, I felt that way too. When I went with you guys, I was like, this is just, uh, this is too much. Why do we have to overdo everything? Why, why are people gotta overdo everything? Right. Um, and I felt like bad for the overload. I felt bad for the hotel staff. Cause they're like, Oh, these faggots are here again. <laughs> you know? And I, I was like, these people that have to clean the rooms, poor things. Oh, uh, it's like well, the, it's like when the anime, uh, not the anime, the animorph convention would be in Pittsburgh and the stagehands would talk to them. And they'd go, what is it with the furries over there? And they're like, oh, they request cat litter boxes and fire hydrants for their hotel oh rooms. God. And they're like, they have to put them in the shower. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. They so that's not always true for all furries. But... No, but no, 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 <clears throat> exactly. It was just that was a request and all of housekeeping knew. Right. Um. Well, I actually worked with a guy who used to work at the Marriott. And that's where IML was when I first moved here. It moves mm-hmm. around sometimes. I think the Congress Hotel, which is like not high end, let's Mm-mm. say. Um, I think they have a contract for like so many years. Anyway. So Hump. Um, it was not very gay this year. There mm-hmm. was gay content, but it kind of almost bothered me a little bit. And like, and I know that like, if other people have gone to hump, they will say like, well, it's been like erotically gay in the past or like there's been a lot of gay content or whatever. Um, So I get that, but it was like all of the gay content, except for like one thing that I can think of was all like goofy or like Mm just not serious or like not intended to be sexy necessarily um there was this one that was actually probably my favorite if not maybe second favorite anyway it was called the cannoli brothers oh my god i can already and it was like it was like an infomercial Uh uh-huh where this guy was like talking about like like oh do you want to make cannoli like let the cannoli brothers teach you or some shit like that and it was definitely like guys coming on dough and cannoli shells and then like eventually like on each other and like they were like blowing each other and it was like pretty hilarious um but that leads me to my next point so much food play so much food play there was this like thanksgiving themed one and before it started george left to get like a drink and he got m&ms and got me a beer and that one and then a couple it's all stuff that's like five minutes or less mm-hmm. so that one i was like Ooh, i don't know if i can finish this beer because it was like thanksgiving and it was like in bisexual orgy situation but i all i could think was like everybody at this party got a yeast infection totally everybody every last person here probably or salmonella burned when they pissed <laughs> yeah something it was salmonella in your butt just, in your butthole oh <laughs> i could not and like the end of it so they tell you for people who want to submit if you put one of these things it doesn't i don't think it gives you like a better chance but they don't want people to reuse content mm-hmm. so they're like weirdly specific things like uh leg warmers 
and dirty martinis was one of the things this year so in the thanksgiving scene didn't this woman squeeze an olive out of her punani into a martini glass and it was like it's close up and like i'm i'm colorblind so i couldn't fully tell that it was like a green olive (laughs) and i'm watching her like push this thing out and i'm like I don't know what is going on, but it is making me tense and I don't like it. That is a she turd. Just... That is a mahon. <laughs> no, oh. Adam, it's green. It look, it's a mahon. <laughs> I, but she <laughs> squeezed it right into a dirty martini glass. And I'm pretty sure somebody had that martini. Um, I could not handle that. And then there was one that was like heavy on blood. Ooh. Um, well, this lady was period blood or like, okay. I was going to say period blood or like, yeah. And there was like speculum, like fully open. Like you could see it inside and it was like (laughs) smeared everywhere. And it was like, and she was actually really funny and Mm -hmm. kind of like cute about it. Um, but I just, that was that was the point where after we were done, George was like, I didn't even open my M&Ms because of that. Because <laughs> it grossed him out. Um, which I, I, was gonna, natural, I thought he was M&M going to say that but... during the M&M part when it squeezed it out and it looked like an M&M and he was like, nope. Well, that also contributed to it. Like I said, they weren't that far apart. But like, otherwise there was like a lot of funny stuff. Um, there was a lot of like, and, and this is, there were straight scenes that were like funny and mm-hmm. like weird and hilarious. Um, but there were like two that kind of had to do with body paint that were like boring as fuck. And it wasn't just because they were straight. Um, and both of them, like the guy had a really nice penis in both of them, mm-hmm. but it was like, you guys are just, it's just boring vanilla you guys are wearing body paint. Is that what's freaky? Like, I don't, I don't get it. They like, they paled in comparison um, to the rest of them. Um, oh, the lesbian, one of the lesbian ones was my favorite. Um, what else? There was a black and white, like sub dom gay one that was good. And there was like a lot of trans inclusion, which was really cool. Okay. And like one of the ones that was like, kind of just like straightforward sex, um was a trans man and a trans woman mm-hmm. and it was like they had chemistry right and that's what made it cool mm-hmm. whereas like the straight people were just like we're wearing body paint <laughs> aren't we aren't we edgy <laughs> Ugh, i can't it was boring there is oh one God. that was like trans inclusive where they were like in these ridiculous like alien get-ups kind of uh-huh. that was hilarious and the lesbian one that I liked was like kind of like two friends watching TV. And I told you guys about this one. Um, and they like, and it's kind of vintagey, like they're wearing kind of like 70s attire, sort of a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the one girl's like, oh, do you mind if I change the channel? And they change it, and there's a football game on. Mm-hmm. And then the one girl, like you see her, she like looks at the TV all confused because the TV has now changed to like her and the other girl in like a football scene. Mm-hmm. And one of them is dressed up in like a football uniform and the other one's a cheerleader and it's fucking hysterical. And then after that, she's like, oh, like uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, do you mind if I, if I change the channel? 
and then they change it and it's like the other girl starts fantasizing that they're like a 50s couple and like one is like a businessman and the other one's like a housewife uh-huh and then eventually like they realize that they're both fantasizing and then they like then they it was do just so it. funny <laughs> they do it it's so it was just like super cute and i remember like one of my favorite parts is where the one um lady that's dressed up like as a jock like mm-hmm. in a, like a full football uniform like grabs her crotch at one point like mm-hmm. it's just it's hilarious so if it comes to your city anybody um i recommend it feel free to leave or close your eyes if the blood or the food freaks you out but like don't get m and otherwise it's a good <laughs> don't buy m ms <laughs> um but it's an interesting i i i'm glad i went to this like i've seen it before but like right well speaking of film festivals we have been invited to speak at one i don't think we've told the listeners this yet i know that we put it on the website and on twitter but i don't think we've told them oh so there is um let me get the name of it right uh hold on oh i can't work a windows computer Anyway, it's in Chicago. It's um, in June. It's in, well, it's year long, and mm-hmm. the installment we're doing is in June. Um, I should just look at our Facebook. Yes. I want to say it's the 17th, but I have, might have that date wrong. Um, but it's, I think it's called the Leather Fetish and Kink Film Series. And it's at the Leather Archives and Museum um, in Chicago, um, in Rogers Park, which is where Ricky lives. And um, it's going to be super fun. Um, I went to the first installment, which was um, Secretary with Maggie mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal. Um, who looks like she never washes. Film. Who looks like she never washes her hair or her feet. <laughs> um. Oh, which is appropriate for her character in Secretary, I guess. I'm not a huge Maggie Gyllenhaal fan, but mm-hmm. she's fucking hilarious in Secretary, and she's just generally very, very good in it. Um, but it is on Saturdays, and it's like every, it's like the specific like uh, third Saturday of the month or some shit like that, um, which I should probably know. Um, but it's called Fetish Film Forum. Um Next up on the 15th, which I unfortunately can't go to, is Belle du Jour. Yeah, we don't um, care about that. We just care about the episode we're on. Well, I'm talking about, like, it's <laughs> there's a lot of good films. Anyway, um, it May is Pleasure, um, and then June is Us, and we're doing Corel, um, which is a f- uh, Fassbinder movie, Fassbinder, um, from 1982. It is... Um, I mean, it's largely, it's queer, but there's definitely some heterosexual goings on in it. Um, but it is just a beautifully shot movie. It's weird. Um, but it's we're June 17th, right? It. It's June 17th. June... Yeah, let me just double check. Thank you for making me actually say it. Uh, June 17th at 7 p.m. Um we're not going to have like a full on like no it's going to be total mystery science theater oh my god 
no, you will be able to watch the movie. Um, but it's it's super. I think it's super hot. Um, it's kind of like got a Tom of Finlandy sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to make Ricky watch it before we co-present it because like that would be irresponsible. He's gonna be confused during it. Who is that again? <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a confusing movie. To be fair, it reminds me of like it's very much shot like a play. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of interesting. Um, but the lead guy, Brad Davis, um, who is like probably most famous for Midnight Express, and I think was actually by in real life and like kind of out, um, and was HIV positive and committed assisted suicide, which is depressing not to be a downer. Um, but it's just interesting context for a movie from 1982. Um, and this super famous French, I think Franco Nero is French. Um, he's like the captain in it. Um, and he used to be married to Vanessa Redgrave. Hmm. Anyway, um, who he was in Camelot with. Anyway, Franco Nero is in it and is super hot in it. Um, the main point so, of all this is that we will be at the film festival on June 17th <laughs> at 7 p.m. discussing this movie. <laughs> Probably saying all the same shit that you just heard. So if come you are anyway. in the Chicago area, you can come and see us because actually I'll be in town for that. Yes. Um, I'll be in town this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday before. And I was like, oh, should I stay? And Adam was like, I mean, I don't think there was even 10 seconds. Yes. So I'll stay the rest. I'll do the film thing. And then I'll probably leave that Sunday or Monday, come back home. But I will be in there. All three monkeys will be at the film festival on June 17th. So if you're in the area, come visit. If not, you can listen because we'll probably record something about it. It's kind of ironic that we're doing a film series, that we're presenting a film in a film series in Chicago when you technically live in where film is centered exactly and it's just luck that i'm even going to be around i know i know because when you told me i I was like well when when is it and i was like oh my god (laughs) it is very lucky it's we're lucky 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 (laughs) so very lucky 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 um (laughs) we should be so lucky and we are yes um my friend john programmed it oh okay um, He's amazing. He's incredible. I'm kind of jealous of his career, like kind of doing film outreach and programming, but like, whatever. <laughs> okay. I promised the most LA story yes. ever heard. That so was I'm my transition. Yes. <laughs> how was your transition? I d- my transition was saying like, oh, film in Chicago. How oh, weird. yes. You're in LA where film is. Tell us about LA, Jerry. Tell us about LA. Okay. So I am going to be as vague as I possibly can, just in case anybody that I know is listening to this and is like, why are you teching gossip? Because I really try to stay out of this gossip. But when I found out what I found out yesterday, I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Okay. So I know um, two people and they went to um, a retreat. I'm not going to say what kind, because that'll start giving stuff away. They had, they had, they went to a retreat and they were having an affair and they got caught and it imploded everywhere. So a lot of mutual friends took it really personally. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of your nonsense. 
that, you know, mm-hmm. it sucks for the married couples from both sides. I have empathy for both spouses that were being cheated on. You know, you probably shouldn't have shat where you eat, but that's mm-hmm. a whole different thing. But I didn't take it personally. And some people within our group um, took it very personally. And some of the people in that social group are people that I try to avoid because they're like, oh, don't talk to them too much. They've got crazy eyes. They're <laughs> that's they latch on to it. And like they've just gone on and on. They had secret meetings about this so that they could go talk to the male person that had the affair. And you know, and you know, and they're That's always crazy. Go, yeah, going up to the wife and it's all just poor, pitiful you and just being so like, oh, are you okay? Which I was like, if I was the wife that had been cheated on, I think that would drive me more crazy that people yeah. were just like pitying me. So anyway, um, my friend that told me about this, she was like, the worst part about it is she thought the woman that's in the affair was like really into it. And she's like, got a husband and children. And she was like, no, I'm in love. And the male in the, in the affair also has a child, but the Mm -hmm. wife in that is like, nope, (laughs) I am better than this. I am more mature. I have therapy to back me up. I, I am worth more than having to deal with it. Anyway, so yesterday the wife was talking to us and she had pulled up a Instagram and I was like, mm, I hope that that's not the Instagram post of the, the woman that, that was involved in the affair. And it was. And mm. my friend that was being shown this, we were like, we wanted to tell her, you know, you, you need to stop looking and following her. But she's not there yeah. yet. She's not there yet. Her therapist is telling her that other friends. So it wasn't our place to tell her. So. My friend told me, she's like, do you know what the post said? So she told me, and then I told another friend and the other friend was like, well, now I got to go stalk her Instagram. So this woman that was involved in the affair is an influencer. And I've met her a couple of hmm. times and she's very friendly or whatever, but she's an influencer. She wrote a book mm. and I told the wife, then I was like, make sure during this whole divorce thing that it's in there, that uh, this woman cannot write about you because she mm-hmm. will, because she's that vain yes and that you know narcissistic she posts of like where's my husband 34 days ago her husband checked himself into a treatment for depression suicidal ideation and trauma i wonder what happened 34 days ago that would cause him to do this so then she goes into this whole thing that you may have noticed a shift in my content this month duh and it's because all my focus has been sort supporting my husband and my children and on and on and on. And I'm going to take the time to focus on my children and my husband and please think, you know, about him. And, oh, here's the suicidal hotline, blah, blah, blah. She's still fucking the other guy. But this whole Instagram thing, as you may have noticed, a shift in my content. Oh, poor me and my brand, essentially. She's worried about her brand. So she's using her husband. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Leah Michelle talking about your dead boyfriend all the time. Oh my God. Her platform to make people feel sorry for her because her husband is suicidal because she had a fucking affair that she's still having. People are awful. 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 That is so LA to worry about your brand. And, oh, please think about my husband. And I'm, you know, that's why my posts are just not what they are. Because I'm so worried about him. You're not worried about him when your legs are up in the air and you're fucking somebody Ooh. else's husband. I, and I'm not, st- I'm would, not slut shaming or anything. I'm just yeah. saying, 
how fucking dare you use your husband who is the victim in this yeah. as a thing for your brand i mean come on that's i mean like on one hand i'm a little bit like i don't know what's going on with their dynamic it's true um but on the other hand i can externally think that that is tacky as fuck well 34 days ago uh what happened and then that's when you got caught <laughs> you got busted in. oh my god i yeah. listen affairs happen watching? affairs happen yeah. you know that's between a couple but when <laughs> when you're putting it on social media so that your brand doesn't take damage then that's when i get a little judgy. yeah yeah i personally like I've seen people like straight up get divorced in Facebook comments. Yeah. <laughs> which is wild to me, but I will watch it. I will. I will. Oh, fuck. That happens all the time in Oklahoma. Oh, my God. I definitely I'm pretty sure I sent you screenshots of one. Um, of and, you know, the first sign is always the husband wife name combo. And one of the one of the profiles gets deleted and then they become a combo. That's the first sign that something's oh my going God. on. <laughs> I ugh, I could never. <laughs> I can't do a couple emails, couple social media accounts. And I think sometimes I get it for older people that maybe aren't right. as tech savvy. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like somebody like maybe has a job where they've used computers more and they're just right. like, if you want to email her, you just right. email me or whatever. Or, you know, my mom's Facebook page has dad's name first because she didn't want her students to be finding her, you know, her junior high yeah. students finding her on Facebook because one of her kids made a fake profile for her and she found out and she was like, take that down now. And he was like, I'm sorry, Miss Lane, and, and took it down. But she specifically put her husband's dad's name first because of that reason. And then that's it. And my dad is never on it at all. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I don't. I hate Facebook. I hate being on Facebook. Um, I rare like I rarely post unless it's something where I pretend my dogs are talking <laughs> or um, and all my pictures just share automatically from Instagram. Right. Um, but I've been trying to I've been auditioning more lately um, and a lot of auditions are posted on Facebook. Mm -hmm. There's like a Chicago theater group or whatever. Right. It tells you like when equity auditions are and like they like up there. It's really nice because they will be like, okay, there's 30 equity people here. So if you're non equity and you come, you're probably going to get seen mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and so I did not have Facebook on my phone for a while, but then a friend of mine is like, well, if you're starting to audition again, like I see that you're already a member of this group on Facebook because I have a Facebook profile and he's like, you should just check it. Right. So That's I have it, but then I get sucked into like Gwyneth Paltrow's trial and shit like that. <laughs> okay. So I really, I, I can't stand her, but I was like, this sounds like bullshit. Yeah. But then when she walks up to him and says whatever she says and then, you know, whips her hair, <laughs> turns around, I'm like, there's a part of me that kind of is fascinated and admires that you did that. But on the other hand, I'm like, what a bitch. 
she's such an asshole. She's, she's a just total such an asshole. asshole. Uh, you know, I hope you're well or whatever. You know, you didn't have to I say wish you well. Yes. You know, and somebody was like, that's like goop for a bless your heart. <laughs> yes. She's just completely untethered to reality. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, I just can't like. I I dislike her, and I also think she's a very overrated actress. Oh, totally. Um, I don't know what they were thinking with that Shakespeare and Love bullshit. Oh, I know what happened because it came out like Harvey Weinstein like basically bought that Oscar for her. Yes, yes. Um, but like, no, she is she's not good. She's not good. But yeah, I I believe what you said when you like she's divorced from reality. Yeah, absolutely. Like she's on a whole other plane. Her chakras are aligned <laughs> because of pussy crystals. Her chakras spell out asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um so I have like I said I've been auditioning lately. Um and I need to find a new vocal coach because mine suddenly died as oh. I mentioned which is horrible because she was wonderful. Um, but I got this I before I lost my job um, and before she died, I bought this book of vocal selections um, and it's called In Gay Company. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's like, it was some 70s, 1975, um, probably off, 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 off Broadway um, <laughs> review um about just like being gay i guess in like 75 or whatever and it's it appears to be like five men four or five men and one woman uh -huh. um and i'm thinking about like i need to go through it um but our electric piano is still in storage so like i can't really go through it or play any of it myself but like have you heard of it um, the songs, if you just type in in gay, automatically the second choice was company musical and you can listen to the songs. Oh, see, I didn't even think to do that. Um, oh, 1984. Oh, what it says this new comedy. Hmm. Well, the sheet music that I am physically holding says, says 1975. Oh, there it is. Music in gay company cast album. Oh, there's a cast album. Wild. I love that there's Lament for a Decoy Cop. I'm in love um, with a boy. Who's gay? Oh, true if, confession. Everybody's had you but me. If he'd only be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Wooing um, in the woods. Oh, there's a song called Sondheim. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that in here? Um, I got a... Oh, my God. Sondheim's not in here. Son of a bitch. I bet it's on um, the cast recording. Maybe they added it or something, or they couldn't print the sheet music for a song called Song. Maybe. Maybe he stopped it. Um, but yeah, no, I looked through it a little bit and there's stuff that is in my range. So I may have to listen to that. I didn't realize there was a cast album online. I didn't do my research. Mm -mm. But um, that's okay. <laughs> Jerry has been helping me with auditions because a lot of shit um is self tapes now mm -hmm. and i did three shows back to back to back 
after um the pan like well the pandemic's not technically over really but after lockdown i did three live shows um between 2021 2022 um and then i kind of was like i need a break but a lot of stuff is still self tape regardless mm-hmm. like there's there's a, sometimes an in person option sometimes there's not um and jerry is far more used to self taping than i am so bless him for me being like here's 16 takes i don't know what to use it's usually the last one cuz then you're warmed up but yes. not always not always i had Oh my God. I had an amazing, well, it was like my second try. My, I had tried to tape this song for this last audition, like once or twice um, earlier in the day. And I was like, you know what? I'm not really feeling it. I don't think I'm ready. Um, I need to like take a step back and like give it a couple hours or whatever. And then I came back and my first take was fantastic. And then I told God bless him. My husband is a saint. He is wonderful. Um, <laughs> saint is pushing it. But anyway, he is wonderful. He's um, patient. He is patient um, and very kind. So he, I usually get a backing track and sing over a backing track because I don't have a live accompanist. And as I said, I don't have an electric piano. So I get him to press play on the backing track and just run it through a Bluetooth speaker. And so I'm like, okay, after this specific lyric, cut the music and then we'll just fade it out. We'll fade it. We'll fade it in post. Um, <laughs> so I nailed this take and it's the first take of my like second round. And I, I know I'm killing it. I'm singing and I'm singing and I sound great. And then the lyric before the last lyric where I tell him to cut, where I previously tell him to cut, he fucking cuts the music literally before I have like five words left. And I honestly, had I remained in character probably could have pulled it off. You could have, but, (laughs) but my fucking face, when I hear him cut the music, I get like one word, the one word of the last phrase out and I look like I'm about to fucking murder somebody. My face just turns not sour as fuck. He's not exaggerating in Jerry. the slightest. It whipped around so fast. And that I, I am disgusted. Face. <laughs> A just stanky face. Just mean mugging. And I like throw up my hands so in this dramatic. like what the fuck gesture and i'm like nostrils flaring (laughs) turn off the camera like oh my god it's ridiculous he did everything but basically said i'm gonna lock myself in my trailer and i'm not coming out (laughs) it was so bad and i watched it and i cracked up and i was like oh my god george you have to watch it and george was like i don't think i need to relive you abusing me on camera (laughs) i shouldn't snort at that but it was very funny. Oh my god! So <laughs> and ridiculous. And we've all we hey, we've all gotten that ridiculous at some point about something. So it's not like anybody can judge, but it was hilarious. It and was. I'm glad that you could see the hilarity in it after you watched it. 
instead I'm of just like, getting more angry. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, my face. But I still like, I watched it and I was like, oh, this was a good take. Damn it. <laughs> I had to sing for an audition the other day and I was trying to send it to you, but it was like, oh, this file's too big. And I was like, God damn Ugh. it. Um, but they they didn't want singers. They just like wanted you to sing like if you were kind of singing to yourself. It was Burger King commercial. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, God. And it was just I, I was not sober enough to be singing on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend Melody was like, well, why don't you just have a couple of drinks? And I'm like, it is 10 a.m., lady. It, Ma'am, it is 10 a.m. No, I cannot take a couple of drinks. Um, I would have. But again, I don't have a job. <laughs> But I still had to, what, oh, I had to sing and then I had to um, pretend like I was eating a burger. Um, and the, oh, and then like I was sitting and my stomach sticking out and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking fat. And then I'm like, but whatever, it's it's fine. It's, um I'm taking a class, like I told you in the last episode and the teacher's been very, she was been really celebrating my talent, which has been very, very kind of her because she nice. doesn't have to do that. And saying that once I start working, she's like, you're going to not stop. She's like, you've got, you're so marketable. And that was, that was really great to hear, especially when I'm like, Aww. Oh my God, I sound like a fucking faggot. When every time I open my mouth and <laughs> look at my stomach and, oh, you know, I so shit. get it. The last time I took an on-camera class, same. And like, I think we were halfway through and the teacher was like, like, tell me like what, how you're feeling, like what you're getting out of this class. And I'm not even, I probably said this before, and this is like not to toot my own horn, but like, I was good. Like mm -hmm. I was, I was pretty good on camera. And he asked, and I was like, honestly, like, I thought that I was going to sound like a full on homosexual on camera and there was nothing I could do about it. And right. it was just going to be something that I was told wasn't marketable right. and like, and I was like, honestly, like it gave me a lot more confidence that I can do it because even if I do sound gay or whatever, or however that's perceived, I'm still funny and right. good and I look good on camera. So, well, and there's a big um, kind of struggle with that. Cause I'm like, Oh, all I hear is that, that what, like one point you said you had gotten some voice messages and you were like, there was this machine gun of gay at me. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, gay voice. But then I've been told, oh, well, why don't you take, there's a class. Of, and I'm like, but I think it would take away from my authenticity. And I think that's more yeah. important um, rather than being perceived as, oh, is he or is he not? Um, yeah. I think, especially when most of the, listings and the auditions are like we want somebody that's real or that sounds mm -hmm. real and doesn't sound like an actor um and if i take that away will that start taking away my authenticity and so i'm i'm right like, I'll struggle with that of like should i or should i not try to like there was some instagram post about hey you know there's a voice class that kind of like an app and you it's like self you know, yeah, whatever you guided. take the exercisers and everything. And I'm like, oh, should I do that? And I'm like, you ain't got the money to be doing that right now. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. I also think like, if you look at, we're like similar types, but like not exactly. Right. Um, I'm not going to be a leading man. Right. Being slightly chubby and bald and all of that shit. Like that's not going to happen. Right. Um, 
I could be somebody's funny dad or right. like something like that. But I don't have to worry about being so butch that I'm going to like go out for these roles where I'm like the sexy male lead or whatever. And I have right. to be all like, you know, butch or whatever. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm not super worried about it. Although sometimes I probably my best. We had to read scenes from like, I don't fucking know, like chicago pd because that shoots here right. um or something like that and i had to be like somebody that like police were interviewing or something and it was like a slightly butch scene and i was like girl i'm a throw in a backwards cap some flannel <laughs> and it was like literally like my best scene because i can do character work but right like anyway look at us celebrating our talent i know well there was a line reading that i did where and it was like one of those add a button and the last line was like, don't worry about it. it. happens all the time. And she went, really? And I was like, I had somebody uh, ask me to be their fiance. Oh, she was so not my type. No. <laughs> and I did that. And I was like, oh, that sounded a little negative. And the teacher was like, I thought it was the funniest reading. I, she's like, that was so funny. She's like, the way you said it. I was like, it wasn't, I said it wasn't too negative. And she was like, no. And then someone goes, I don't know. You just have a way, of, even when you say mean things, the way you say it, you know, it's like, oh, he could never be mean. I'm like, oh, girl, you don't know anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway. everyone, this has been acting hour with Jerry and Adam. <laughs> yes. But anyway, we should probably wrap up. Okay. We can uh, that, we've guess. been going for a while. I need to take a rest anyway. Or, or poop again. <laughs> or I, there better not be anything left in there. Let me just tell you. Four times, and it is 12.42 p.m. Dang. I know, and it wasn't like they were little either. At Ooh. least I'll be skinny for Costa Rica, maybe. Maybe. Maybe you'll get a parasite in Costa Rica and get back to your birth weight. <laughs> a girl can dream. All right, let's <sighs> sign off. All right. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Bye. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will Fullerton talk to you soon. Next. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. In